0: Welcome to Bellwether Friends, definitely not the first podcast featuring a discussion on pop culture and why we think you should like what we like. You should trust us
1: because we said so.
0: <laughs> Every couple of weeks Anne and I will get together with something to drink um maybe or not and chat about a couple of pop culture topics what we think and how we feel we'll end the show with our current obsessions and who are we i'm carolyn a librarian living in chicago who watches way too much tv
1: and i'm anna a librarian in western massachusetts who um is trying to to find a good lesbian romance novel that i want to finish
0: oh you know i am having trouble finding a book i want to finish right
1: me too yeah yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It is a bummer. I'm in the middle of, like, 12 books. I mean, which is <sighs> not unusual, but it's it's not that I've forgotten them. It's more like I just don't feel like picking them up again. Yeah. Which no, I
0: hate. Absolutely. I do, too.
1: So I, I finished too. a book today, and I will talk about it at the end of the show. Okay. Sounds good. I finally finished it. Oh, my God. You did? Shh. I did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shucks. I guess that means I have to get going. Yeah, and there's, like, part of it that
0: I would forgotten, and then I remembered that Julie, hi, Miss Julie, who does her music, um, she listened to it, yes. and she brought it up, and I didn't remember it when she brought it up, and then I completely forgot about it again until I read it, and we need to talk about it.
1: Um, okay. Are you going to give me a heads up on what it is what, after I'm done reading it? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, do I have, have to guess? It no <laughs> okay just checking
0: <laughs> no i'll tell you <laughs> okay thanks but i don't want to tell you until you've finished the book because it's almost at the end
1: okay well um i'm gonna pick it up and try and figure out um where i was in it. <laughs> in it i feel like every time we do this talking about it and the, using the word it that we're in a monty python sketch <laughs> with the knights who say knee so maybe we'll include that in our show notes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have um, a, a sort of similar theme with the two things kind of, maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> two things that we're talking about today. So uh, in our last episode, we decided that we would go see Magic Mike XXL on the spot. Yeah, and because and, we had so much fun watching a movie and then talking about it. We wanted to do this again. <laughs> so uh, we both went and saw Magic Mike. XXL. XXL.
1: And you actually I did went ahead, re-watch. yes, and we'll re-watched the first one before I saw the sequel, which I think was fine. It was fun. I enjoyed watching it, but it was, I don't think it's required to see the sequel. I don't think so either. I did not. And, um, but you I had didn't... seen it before? I had seen it before,
0: and the few little threads that were pulled back in the second one. Were
1: severed pretty promptly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and didn't require a lot of backstory. Like,
1: you could follow along. Okay, so I guess we should say that we might spoil Magic Mike XXL in this discussion. (laughs) If that bothers you, You skip ahead. Um,
0: also, there's not a whole lot to spoil. Right,
1: it's a movie about it's it's a road movie about yep. going to the stripper convention and having <laughs> one last ride. That's right. Quotes, Coat, quotes, ride. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yes. So, so, okay. Well, you you tell me. What did you think?
1: <laughs> is it is Magic Mike XXL making you? speechless? Are you having trouble forming words?
0: I, I feel like when the movie was over, I wanted to go and take a picture of what my face looked like, because it pretty much looked like that through the whole movie. Well,
1: when I was watching it, <laughs> so we went to a theater, and it. we were the first ones there, pretty much, mm-hmm. and then it slowly filled, and I didn't realize that it had filled with mostly women until the movie started, and there was like, Ooh! Coming from all around us. Yeah. And uh, that happened in my theater, too. (laughs) It didn't detract necessarily, but it was a little startling. (laughs) So that's what I missed because I've only watched it on DVD, Magic Mike. I'd never Mm -hmm. experienced it in the theater.
0: No, that audience participation. Participation.
1: (laughs) The last time I was at a movie where people were that enthusiastic, it was when they were re-releasing the Star Wars (laughs) movies in the theater and people applauded yeah during this movie i applauded at one point but i can't <laughs> remember what point that was oh i think it was in the convenience store scene when he was hands
0: dead. down my favorite the scene. best scene right yes yeah. yes
1: even though i was like well i guess this could be considered sexual harassment in some lights
0: <laughs> uh, yeah but it was
1: so awkward yes it was um And he did offer to pay for the (laughs) thing that he destroyed. (laughs) Okay, so my overall impression was I liked the first movie. um, And when I rewatched it, I was like, whoa, this is kind of arty. (laughs) And I I think that's the Steven Soderbergh stamp or whatever. And he was an executive producer on the sequel, but it wasn't him doing the directing. So I think there was a little bit less... Of that, like meditative driving around Tampa, or things being lit in yellow, yeah, and that was fine with me. I was not really missing it.
0: You know, I I didn't really go to see it to see an arty movie, right? And and I found that when it was the scenes where they it was them driving or um, Mike having a heart to heart with one of the other guys, I was immediately bored.
1: Yeah, if there so I think in both movies there are definitely several times when you're like, All right, stop talking, start dancing. That's why we're here in the first place. Please take off your shirt if you have a shirt on and start dancing. Um and I thought the second movie really delivered on the dance scenes. It it didn't didn't I don't think it shirked. No. In any way,
0: yeah, and we got like actual, well, you know, like Twitch from So You Think You Can Dance.
1: Yeah, actual dancers. Are you saying yeah. that Big Sexy Kevin Nash is not a dancer? <laughs> is that what you're saying? He
0: so actually, I paid a lot of attention to him in this movie. Yes, you're welcome. You know, I, I he had I think
1: he that. had a good role in this movie. He had lots of lines, and he was like actually a character. A character. He was fantastic. So my friend Uh, Angie that I watched the X-Files with, Uh we went through a a pro wrestling phase (laughs) in college. (laughs) And um, Big Sexy Kevin Nash was her favorite wrestler. And so I remember So how does she feel about Magic Mike? (laughs) Well, she was just going to watch it last Thursday after we wrapped up the X-Files. So I haven't gotten her review. I offered to let her come on the show and talk about it. She was like, no. Oh, I know. (laughs) Who would not want to come on our show? But um, when I saw the first one, I spent a lot of time watching and then being like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Who's that guy? I, I know that guy! I, I know that guy!" But I never expected to see him in this context. <laughs> it's throwing me off. I don't understand. So I think that um, they do a good job of they did a good job in the sequel of in- integrating re- like real people with dancing talent, uh-huh. and then the uh-huh. the kind of like actors slash wrestling professionals that they had to work with.
0: And can we talk about
1: Donald Glover? We can talk about him. I
0: was like So, it was so unexpected.
1: Do you want to talk about who what his character does? Sure. So, I guess we could uh, we could talk about the plot of the movie if we want. Sure. So,
0: it's it's the road, it's they're going to the convention and um as part of their act they need an MC. Um I forget his name, the guy that they have. Um but they end up you know, as you do, uh, some drugs, doing some drugs, and getting in an accident, and right. their MC is incapacitated in a hospital for the exact period of time
1: that they need. That they need. Him. <laughs> so they end up going to. Do they go to Savannah? I believe it's in Savannah. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith's yes club for women.
0: Club for women where Magic Mike used to work. Yep. And while they are there, they get to witness a few performances. And one of them is um, Donald Glover. And he sings and raps. And he picks a woman out of the crowd and learns a few things about her and then builds a song around that and serenades her. And it was simple and incredibly sexy. <laughs> and oh, yeah. there was no, like... Dancing or anything, you know? I think he danced with her. A little bit. A little so bit,
1: So yeah. I read the, like, NPR, Linda, I think Linda Holmes probably, discussion of this, mm-hmm. which talked about how the themes of, like, um, sort of how women are, like, men just need to pay attention to women, ask them what they want, and then listen. <laughs> and that's, yep. that's like, the, the piece that Donald Glover is in the movie to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the, he talks about the strippers as healers, and yeah. they're like, "Yeah, we're healers, man." But that's really yeah. like the the way the movie approaches it. Like, this is not injurious to them. They're not being exploited. They're no. like the the women who watch them are being exploited. Right. Like, no one is. This is not your kind of issue movie <laughs> in right. any way. Then, it's just fun. It was
0: just fun. And I really loved that they had all kinds of women yes, represented. Um, and the men didn't treat any of them differently. Yes. Like, all the women got the same kind of attention. Um, yeah, and the men, this was their job. They liked, they liked it. You know, they liked doing it. They liked how it made them feel. They liked how it made the women feel. Um, there's a scene where they... Are at someone's house with some older women, <laughs> and you can tell that it you know. So at this point, they're not even being paid to do it, but they still do it. And yeah, it was that theme was definitely there.
1: Yeah, I think it was it was pretty big. I guess if it, there was an issue, it was like, what are they all going to do career wise now that <laughs> they don't have stripping to like to you know. It's a body-based career, so like professional sports, at a certain point, you have to figure out something else to do. So that was like a tiny bit of realism there.
0: Yeah, and they talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Everyone kind of had a thing that they were going to do. And, you know, at times, the movie, I thought, felt like it was going to go off into more serious, like kind of explore more serious dynamics, especially – um, the relationships between the guys, but uh, it didn't, and I'm glad it didn't because it it kept everything kind of floating on the top where it needed to be.
1: Yeah, you know? I think so too. I mean, there was a point where where like before the performance, when Mike comes over because he had quit and then come back, mm-hmm. where he was with big sexy Kevin Ash, and he was like, "Well, I guess you're the only one I haven't had a moment with, so right, let's have was- a, let's have our moment now, okay." <laughs> Okay. I was like,
0: okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Overall, it was good fun and excellent dancing. And there were some things that I saw that I have never seen before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dance-wise? Sure. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Okay. There were
0: just some scenes where, like, they would pick up the women and I was like, wow.
1: Well, okay." okay then. Wow. And I kept
0: worried that, being worried they were going to (laughs) drop.
1: And I didn't care that much about his, Mike's potential love interest.
0: That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. So the, uh, again, spoiler, the final scene. Um, is at the convention where they have their big performance. And what I thought was really great was each guy gets his own... Showcase. Like, showcase, but it's, like, passion-based, right? Which was the other sort of theme of the movie. Do what you love and incorporate what you love into what you do kind of thing.
1: Don't let Matthew McConaughey push you around, even (laughs) even when he's not in this movie.
0: That's right. Wow, yeah, the hostility. They felt towards him. (laughs) Um,
1: I wonder if they tried to get him back and he wouldn't come. (laughs) And so they were like, we'll show you. They were like, you. fine.
0: <laughs> we're going to make you terrible. Um, but so the, the last performance is Magic Mike and Twitch doing kind of a mirrored routine, and they each bring a woman onto the stage. And I was really disappointed that the woman that Mike had was the love interest because what ended up happening was that she's all we saw. Um, I wanted to see the routine. Right, I wanted right. to see the two guys, you know, like – These two of these men, they're incredible dancers. I wanted to watch that. I didn't want to watch her face as she gets tossed around. and
1: also, so she had said to him, I don't know, jokingly or not, that she was not in a guy phase right now. Or she was, you know, implying she was in a girl phase. So, like, uh, it would be nice if someone that says that wasn't then, like, put on stage and sort of persuasively danced against.
0: (laughs) Well, and also then the implication I got was she was telling him that as a way, you know, to initially kind of um, sort of stave off any hurt feelings. Yeah. um, Because he kind of rejects her first. And so I was like, well, why would you just toss that out there then? And he brings it up again later. Right. Um, and then I, and then it felt like a a gimmick a little bit, like let's talk about girls kissing girls because that's hot kind of thing. So yeah,
1: so I mean, yeah, that was probably the only part where I was like, ugh, yeah. this is not. But like, I did. So I was thinking about the well the franchise or whatever you <laughs> want to call it. I don't know if there will ever be any more. I think Channing Tatum will eventually get old. Although he should dance in all movies, I believe. Should he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um. That there wasn't, there isn't any, like, bathroom humor, and yeah. there aren't that many dick jokes, even though it's pretty <laughs> obvious that you could make a lot of, you know. Um, and I appreciated well, that, and I think that's the the thing that you can look at and tell, that it's aimed toward women. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> You're right. As the and, audience.
0: In fact, the one kind of running dick joke wasn't really so much a joke as like a serious concern for a guy who, like, couldn't have sex with women. Right. So it, you know, like, it was kind of a joke, but it wasn't. And yeah, and there's yeah, a right. scene
1: in the there's a scene in the first movie where like the kid is looking on bemusedly as he's like behind the scenes for the first time, and someone is pumping. Uh, their <laughs> equipment yes in the yes, foreground yes but in general it's it's not like a huge thing and there isn't like um embarrassment about guys who get naked around each other in the kind right. of like homophobic way yes and there aren't jokes about that and no one is you know i don't know it's just uh, uh, helpfully clean
0: yeah yeah
1: it was while also being filthy <laughs> filthy filthy filthy
0: <laughs> yeah what did you think about the uh, Jada Pinkett Smith character
1: I liked her I mean it was interesting how she managed to make it seem like they had a, a history together like immediately mm-hmm. and to convey the emotion that she was like disappointed yet you know, still interested in how he was doing and like needing him to do a certain amount of groveling, thankfully in the form of dance (laughs) and how she like emceed at the end and that weird moment with her and Elizabeth Banks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I was like, well, okay then. Yeah, okay. I don't know Um, if that was uh,
1: ad-libbed or what. (laughs)
0: No, I do know that uh, when Elizabeth Banks showed up, a couple of the women behind me said, she is in every movie ever. So I was like, yes, she is. She is in every movie ever, especially every movie I've seen in the theater. Right, it's perfect. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, I will say the audience participation in my theater um, made it very enjoyable. Um, The the collective gasps, uh, hoots, hollers, and damn girls were... (laughs) uh <laughs> were very enjoyable and um there were even a few sort of ad lib lines of their own that that were excellent and um <laughs> so i i encourage you that you know to our listeners if you're thinking about going to see this at all go see it in a the theater yeah i
1: would agree with that
0: that's it's fun it's super fun and go take a friend because you need somebody to like laugh hysterically with and look at like did we just see that yes we did.
1: <laughs> that was the thing that just happened okay
0: <laughs> yeah exactly um so kind of along the lines of uh let's say mm, the female gaze <laughs> yeah that works right way to go a plus a- transition adoration um we're gonna kind of extend our conversation about celebrity crushes. So, in last in the last episode, um, Corey had asked us who were our celebrity crushes, and while we were in the process of thinking our about our answers, we realized that the topic it's a deeper went, subject yeah it was big. So then um, Anna tweeted out asking our listeners who was their celebrity crush first first celebrity crush. First celebrity crush. And uh, our friend Sophie of Two Bossy Dames responded with a very interesting, um, clarifying question that we hadn't thought of. So do you want to just talk a little bit about that?
1: She basically said, like, are we talking about the actor who portrays someone, the like the person, the physical celebrity? Or are we talking about a more fictional character that they embody mm-hmm. or both. Mm-hmm. And so
0: w- you and I talked about that just very briefly. And we decided that mine <laughs> were definitely the, the, the actor. Cause you're like super this. down to earth. <laughs> I feel like we took one of those Cosmo quizzes Yeah, and, uh, and yours was more character based. Yeah. Yeah. So, and your, your example to Sophie was really good.
1: Yeah. So I told Sophie and Twitter by extension was that, <laughs> Um, I have had a crush on Scully for the last 20 years, but I I don't feel that way about jillian Anderson. <laughs> which which is fine.
0: Fine. Fine. You bet. Scully <laughs> never gets older. So there. Um, as an aside, I have started rewatching X-Files. Oh. And in preparation for the fall. Yeah. Spring. Oh, no, the fall
1: is a different series with Jillian Anderson. Ah. No, no. oh. uh, Sorry. I'm shot. Um,
0: but I cannot get over how young she is. Oh my god, in the first season. Oh, she looks like a teenager. Yeah. So young. Anyway, baby scully. <laughs> baby. So, um, and, and we talked about our first celebrity crushes. Mine was unfortunately Kirk Cameron, yours was Judy Garland. <laughs> hey. No, 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 no. Um, I, I'm still laughing over I didn't over the fact that I didn't know if she was still alive.
1: She's not still alive. <laughs> no, not not now, uh, but you
0: know, when you. Yeah, you yeah, I yeah. Um, so I, okay, so really maybe sure we should alternate. Let's alternate. Yeah.
1: Um, so I've already revealed my crush on Scully, which will be a surprise to everyone mm-hmm. who hears this, I'm sure. So why don't you hit me with a real person? <laughs>
0: Um, so this is why it's so hard because I, it's... You don't uh, want to
1: reveal your... Uh, we were prepared for this topic, right? <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: But I have a lot. That's fine. So this, I'm trying to decide, do I want to start now and work my way back? Do I want to start old and go forward or just I'll jump start around? start old and go forward
1: me? since that's essentially what I just did with Scully. Okay. Um...
0: Now we're going to have a lot of dead airspace while I think about
1: I can, well, all, all the various... Do you want me to hum? <laughs> Someone also, wanted to know um, the process behind our podcast. You are in it. <laughs> this is our podcast. Um,
0: you know, what I was trying to do was I was trying to kind of skip ahead and think about kind of high school era crushes. And I can't think of any, so it, it's kind of like, there's little Carolyn who really liked, you know, those teen bop kind right, of things right. and kids on the block and da, 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 um, See previous episodes. See, exactly. And so I was trying to think of who I liked, like in junior high and high school. And I, it's, there's a big gap. Maybe you liked like real people. I did. Okay. I think that had a lot to do with it. I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, so my first crush that I remember kind of post I guess it would be like the end of high school, beginning of college, um was Ewan McGregor.
1: Oh, Ewan. Yeah.
0: And he's he's probably my my longest standing.
1: Why why did you start liking him? What was it that you saw him in? Train spotting. I've never seen that.
0: I saw him in train spotting and um He's not really cute in that movie, but no, he's going <laughs> to say, not from what I understand of it, Caroline addict, but there was something that I really, really liked. And so I ended up, you know, kind of, well, he has an accent.
1: I don't know part. how you feel about accents. That was part of it. I know how I feel. about <laughs> accents. <sighs> that was part of it.
0: Yeah. No. So uh, Ewan McGregor definitely up there. Um, still up there. Has not. Has not shifted. Has not shifted at all neither has scully so there you go <laughs> <laughs> so but i think that's interesting because it, what i keep coming back to is your idea of the character and the and mine of the celebrity so like there's no way i would have had a crush on his character in train spotting right um, and it was actually the crush actually developed the more i saw him in different things you know like it it and that's that tends to be how my crushes sort of developed. The more that I see this person in the more the, yeah. so like
1: Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> <laughs> she,
0: well, if that was the way it works, she'd be right. Up there.
1: So I, you know, I've talked about this before, but I am always wary because sometimes the more you find out about someone, it's like well, a real true. person. That's true. The more yes. you're like, ah terrible. um so I feel like it's dangerous to learn more about them.
0: But if you're
1: just going by like, oh, I saw them in this and they did a good job and I saw them in this, but not like I read this interview with them (laughs) where they turned out to be a complete asshole.
0: You know, I found as I've gotten older, I stay away from them.
1: Yeah, I think that's...
0: Because because that happens, exactly. And then I can't
1: watch anything with them ever again, so... Okay, so I also have another comment, which is, there's sometimes there are crushes where you don't know if you like them or you want to be them. Ooh, yeah. Which may happen more to kids who are having mm-hmm. questions about their sexuality. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, so like my earliest crush, I realized before Judy Garland was on Robin Hood, the character. Like, right? Disney or Errol Flynn or mm-hmm. the one that with Uma Thurman <laughs> has <The>, Maid Marion. <laughs> the one with Uma. There's one with Thurman? Uma Thurman as Maid Marion, Yes. Who plays Robin Hood? Ah, oh, some British guy. I don't remember his name, but he had a little mustache. Anyway, <laughs> so like, I feel like that's definitely in that category for me. Like, I, I own, like. A dozen Robin Hood books, and I used to like wander around just as Robin Hood, as you can see on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and like I saw all the movies I could possibly find and was totally obsessed. But I think it was because I wanted to be Robin Hood. So it was like that kind of crush.
0: I get that. I like that. Um, it's Patrick Bergen, by the way. Thank you. Robin
1: Hood.
0: Yeah. I forgot all about that one. That was a long time ago. Thanks. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think I had any crushes like that. There were definitely crushes. I don't know if it was a crush so much as like, you know, mild obsession, where I wanted to be someone's friend, you know, mm-hmm. like I wanted to be, I, I imagined that we could be best friends and this person seemed super cool. Um, I remember, however, as a like a really young kid being extraordinarily jealous of um of my crushes. Okay. Um, so and, and anyone who got to hang out with them in real life. Oh. Yeah. I so like while those, you know, Team Beat, Tiger Beat, whatever magazines were like my oxygen, they also <laughs> would make I remember just getting so angry that people got to like meet these boys that I had such a crush on and it it was weird. It was very I sort of built up this fantasy in my head and then somebody was like coming along and ruining it by meeting them in person, you know?
1: <laughs> yes, they should have just waited until you could come on the scene. <laughs> it's true. Obviously. What about crushes now? Okay. So, I just have I have to go through a few more Oh, okay. Formative okay. crushes. Sure. Um which is I started watching ER a long time ago and then they introduced this character played by Elizabeth Mitchell who was like super into Dr. Carrie Weaver. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so she was like openly gay. Her character was, and I—that was the first time I wrote fan fiction. Nice. fiction. VR fan fiction, E-R fiction about um, Kim and Carrie, and like I had a, I had a, it's sort of like a crush on being openly gay person in the workplace. I think, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then of course there was. You know, Xena. And I'm not sure if I had a crush on Xena or Gabrielle. Maybe I just had a crush on them as a pair.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <sighs> so those were, like, the shows I watched as a 20-something. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, like, into those characters.
0: What about musicians? Did you ever do See, on musicians?
1: I, yeah, I think we talked about this before, but I don't... Other than Judy Garland, you know, the, like the Julie Andrews, Judy Garland kind of singing ladies. Yep. yep. Not, I never had any, like, contemporary people. I like Emily Saliers from the Indigo Girls, but not that way. <laughs> Gayest episode ever. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: sure we can find some more. Uh- <laughs> But do you think, so as an adult, do you think, I mean, obviously the crushes have changed, um, but what, what has changed them for you? Like, how are they
1: different? Um, I think they sort of solidified at some point into like a certain type of woman. Mm-hmm.
0: Um.
1: So like, Scully and Captain Janeway, and like the mayor from Once Upon a Time, they're all kind of like bossy, hardened, <laughs> hardened. Um, they at their jobs, yeah. Um, independent, they're independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there's like a line there between I want to be like that, but I also find that attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a side note, I was sitting in the theater with Surly Spice, Surly Spice and then afterward I was like, well, I was looking at all those men mm-hmm. trying to figure out if I was supposed to feel anything <laughs> while they were dancing around, which I didn't. But yeah. I do, like, I, you know, I do have a, a appreciation for The Rock, for example.
0: Yeah. For sure. the, ma- the male form. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which I'm sure that um, Kate will appreciate. <laughs> And Renata from the worst bestsellers. <laughs>
0: um, no, absolutely. And in fact, part, going back to the movie, um, so I personally have never been to a male strip club, and I've never—I like, haven't
1: either. I've only been to the other kind, which I don't recommend either.
0: See, I haven't—I haven't been to that either. So, but the idea of men shaking their penis in my face is not enticing at all. No. Like, that that is not anything I want like show me your back and your arms and your chest like that's all good but that thing is like a joke so Mm. (laughs) so that's why like a lot of this I I don't see the attraction yeah you know that um and that's why I liked Magic Mike is because it's not about that As much as it's about the dancing and showing what the body can do. Making someone
1: feel like they're the focus of your attention. Yes, yes, yeah. That's why you know it's a female fantasy movie and not a male fantasy movie.
0: Right, because otherwise it would just be guys shaking it in women's faces. And women
1: being like, wow, great. Wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I've never seen anything like
1: that. (laughs) Okay, so you've only given up one name? Yeah. FYI to my like uh, seven or eight. <laughs> I feel like like uh oh god. Like
0: my my celebrity crushes are everyone's celebrity crushes. Like everyone likes Hugh McGregor Um I I I really like Benedict Cumberbatch. Um and again it's, it's like the voice, you know, the accent.
1: Um, yep. uh, the cheekbones are very nice as well. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) he needs a tagline that's like the voice the accent the cheekbone
0: (laughs) what i think is interesting though now you know so as a kid it was kind of this whole fantasy and and those magazines really built up to that because they would have these quizzes like what's your what's your ideal first date and where would you take the girl and what would you do and so you know basically writing it Writing your daydream for you, so you could put it all together. Um, and now it, it's very much something. I don't know. It's very different. Um, and in fact, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily call it a crush, um, but more like, but something more than interest.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I, you know, I'm on Tumblr, and at some point, I realized. This is my personal tumblr. If I you know, if I want to enjoy it, I can fill it with <laughs> Captain Janeway, Scully, Xena, women's soccer team blogs, and then I'll be happy every second post. That's so the women's soccer team are my current Well, that's a valid crush,
0: yes, for sure. crush right now. Um yeah. Wow. <laughs> And I, how did I not see Abby Wombat, like, 10, 15 years ago when she first started? Uh, I don't know.
1: Some of us did. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, hey. Yes, yes. I definitely <laughs> saw her and was like, oh, I see. I recognize you. <laughs> um, I, there, And there was
0: another one that I was going to – oh, um. So I guess I kind of get stuck in – it's less um, celebrity crushes now and more like fandom loops. So like the Sherlock fandom, the supernatural fandom. Yeah. um, And it's – like I don't think I would run right out and see everything that um, the guys are in that isn't supernatural.
1: But – It would certainly give you like more, more of a level of interest
0: yeah but maybe that's a case of of more a character crush maybe you know like because i i want sort of everything that goes with that character you know the the music from the show right, and right right um, cosplaying the, the cosplaying and the you know um the things that the character is known for saying or liking or something like that, like all of that kind of plays into, and that's kind of where I see the new sort of celebrity crushes is it's this sort of Tumblr
1: fandom um, and mixing together. Yeah. And I think fan fiction is great for that. You know, like you love this character, you want to see more of it, but they are only making a certain number of shows. And so there are, writers out there who are taking the same characters and they like really get them yeah and they're writing about them and so it's great that and the the show mashups yeah
0: that has kind of enhanced any sort of crushes as well you know when you're able to see um this person and this person and this person all together in like some crazy mashup then it's like my explosion you know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I feel like uh, it's one of these things where I could like rattle off a list of people um and I could say because of this or because of that but it wouldn't really get to the heart of what draws me to a person I guess um But what's been interesting is is seeing how that's changed from when I was, you know, little. Yeah, definitely. And what I'm more comfortable expressing attraction to.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's sometimes I don't. I can't imagine younger Anna being like, and I like, um, all women (laughs) and, um,
0: or somebody that is not conventionally attractive, right? You know, um, when you're younger. And there's the cute singer, the cute actor, and all the other little people are excited about that person, then you're kind of, either you don't, one way or the other, you know, you don't, if you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, that person's cute, you don't go out and pick the ugly member of the boy band either.
1: You know, you just kind of remain neutral. (laughs) This is true. Maybe there's more of an allowance for personality the older you age, maybe. I think so.
0: I'd like to I'd like to think so.
1: <laughs> so I'm or, look I'm looking at askmen.coms 10 guys you're allowed to have a man crush on. Oops. Okay. Except It's talking. There we go. <laughs> so, so apparently you're allowed to have a man crush on Charlie Hunnam if you want.
0: Oh, the guy from uh um that motorcycle
1: show, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's a um, whole long list, but they're all videos, so I'm not. Oh, okay. Going and this into is, it, men can have men can have crushes on these. the The first man was um, a picture of like the cover was a picture of Don Draper, so I assume that oh. you're allowed to have a crush on what's his name. Well, John Hamm, or John, I think. Don it's, Draper. Well, that's the good question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and I think it's you know. I I read uh, an interesting article on BuzzFeed about um, women's sexuality and um, women having more leisure to be not called lesbians until they, like, commit themselves and say, I'm a lesbian. Like, they're yeah. allowed to do whatever until... Um, but just saying that there's a certain... Um, like when people say well i'd go gay for that person yeah yeah just, you know like i think you can have a crush on whoever <laughs> you know it doesn't have to be like i would have sex with them <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i the the i would go gay for is super problematic in so many ways and um
1: yeah I,
0: that's that that makes me angry in the same way that Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl makes me angry.
1: Ah yes, that makes me super angry.
0: Um and that's a different show.
1: It's <laughs> a different show. But anyway, I was just thinking about it because, you know, um I think wish people would stop saying that. And <sighs> yeah, no, or just, or if- follow through. <laughs> Will you? Let's see. <laughs> yeah, put it to the test. Go ahead. <laughs> I can imagine yeah, the good. celebrity being like, um, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. Um,
0: I, you know, and I think the, the most recent thing I read about that was, um, and of course now I'm going to forget her name. Hold on. Um, but she's on this new season of Orange is the
1: New Black. Right, right. And. That was mentioned in the BuzzFeed article.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Ruby Rose. Okay. Um. That suddenly everyone was like, oh, wow, well, I'm not gay, but I, I right, was...
1: Right, right. Well, we're all in a continuum. <laughs> well, <laughs> but why can't you just say, wow, she's Yeah, attractive. why do you, why do you have to preface it? Well, I'm not gay, but... Right. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, different... That choices. just makes you think you <laughs> might... Well, anyway. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: As my grandmother said, where there's smoke, there's fire. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> Smoke away. <laughs> okay, so I think we would like to hear about your, your definition of crush. Yeah. Your history of crushes or your current crushes or um, anything about our discussion on crushes. We're welcome yeah. to come to the Facebook page and talk to us about it or send us an email. We're at Bellwether. Friends podcast at gmail.com or come to see us on Twitter.
0: Yeah. And I would love to know, like, what was the What is the crush that's like lasted the longest, like through the, the most phases of your life? Yeah,
1: Crush longevity, let's call it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, Magic Mike. And how do you feel about men waving their ding dongs in your face?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure that, well, I don't have any legs to stand on so I'm going to shut up <laughs>
0: uh, so uh, we were talking before the show um, I I am obsessionless this week I you know I haven't read I've finished a book since it um, I've started a million finished it that's like I did thing. finish it I did finish it uh, it and um, and songs I've like I haven't I've been listening to the radio, but nothing's really been standing out to me. There's that horrible song about the guy who can't have another drink because he might go home and she got his girlfriend.
1: I generally like that guy, but that song, oh my not like him. God, I hate that song. (laughs) Like, well, congratulations, you have no willpower. I I don't Or you do have willpower, but not enough. I, I'm not really sure. Exactly. Exactly. He He's, like, on his little high horse,
0: but all he needs is one more drink, and then he falls off, I guess. So, Oh, um, uh, yeah. But uh, I will say, and it's not really an obsession, but it is music-related. Um, there is a scene in Magic Mike where Matt Bomer sings. Uh-huh. And uh, he sings Heaven by Bryan Adams. Okay. And when I got in the car, the next morning, that was on the radio, and I had a very good laugh. Okay, <laughs> so that's the closest thing I have to a music. Well, episode. mine is also
1: Magic Wake related because I watched both of them, mm-hmm. and the, the like one of the opening scenes in the second one is where he's like welding, and then yes. the song Pony comes on, and he's yep. start like that's when the the woo woos started in the theater for sure, <laughs> for sure. So it's been stuck in my head ever since. I don't nice. know. I don't know if it's on Spotify, and I don't care. <laughs> it's still my obsession.
0: Oh, we'll put it on there. We'll find a way to
1: put it on we'll there. Make, we'll make genuine. Put it on there.
0: <laughs> See, and whenever I hear "pony," I just laugh because then I think about how genuine was um, Donna's cousin on Parks and Rec, <laughs> See, and, I haven't seen that. Before. And then it just makes me laugh.
1: Okay, okay well. <laughs> One woman's obsession is another woman's fond reminiscence.
0: That's right. Um, What is your non musical obsession this week?
1: Okay, well, I have two. One is that uh, we took my child to go blacklight mini golfing last night. Wow. That's a thing in other places. We had
0: blacklight bowling.
1: Okay, well, it was like that, but with mini golfing, and it was inside the mall, and it was very strange. But the music was really loud and and decent, and um, we were practically the only people there. So I'm kind of obsessed with the concept. That's nice. Yeah. And then the other is I just finished a book um, called Anna of our site. Sorry, sorry, Anna of oh. California. She's she spends some time correcting everyone in the book, and I I have had to correct people the other way. So. Apologi- apologizing to the fictional character by Andy Tehran T E R A N. Oh yeah. And I heard about this at Bea as um I think Bea or maybe A L A not Bea as a, it's like a retelling of Anne of Green Gables
0: mm-hmm.
1: where she's a foster kid in L A and she's basically like gotten herself kicked out of various foster homes and she doesn't have anywhere else to go and. So the last-ditch effort to keep her from, like, being in a group home until she turns 18 is to send her to this farm in Northern California. And so there's, like, um, this, you know, these two siblings, and they run the farm. And so there's definitely the Anna Green Gables parallels, and there's a love interest. And it's just nice how she, like, finds her place in the world up there.
0: And it's, uh, and she's, uh, Latina, right?
1: Yep. She yeah. is. Um, and there's, you know, there's definitely a, that's definitely a part of the story and it's a presence. And so, um, I, you know, I, I would recommend it. I think it's not cataloged as a YA book in our library, mm. but it, you know, the character's, like, 16, and it, it it's sort of a coming-of-age thing, so I think it would be accessible, just like Anne of Green Gables is accessible. Yeah. In the, that, like, ex- kind of, like, orphan experience, finding a family way. But, uh, you know, I found it very moving, and I was, like, crying at the end. So Oh, no! Oh, okay. In but a in good a good way. way. Okay. <laughs> Not in an
0: inside-out way. Just a way. little
1: bit, you know. <laughs> I didn't cry at Inside Out, but I cried at this right. book, so... <laughs> Take that however you want. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, I I, I don't have anything. I I am obsessed with going uh, on vacation. With going on vacation. I'm leaving day after tomorrow to Arizona. And I was going to make a joke about how we were tired of not having any summer here in Chicago. So we were going somewhere where there was summer. But it could be in the triple digits here on Monday. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess they will finally have summer.
1: Uh, Congrats.
0: <laughs> but I uh yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm gonna go hang out with my mom and we're gonna sew and clean out her garage and do lots of swimming
1: and eat a lot of Mexican food.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited. So that's my obsession, vacation.
1: Okay. I think that we you could you could put vacation by the go gos <gasps>
0: I could on Let's do the that.
1: obsession list. How about that?
0: I will do that. That is an excellent suggestion. Okay. Woohoo. All right. Um so let us know what you're obsessing about. And please, if you do have a song that you can't get out of your head, let us know what it is and we'll put it on the spot of. So like that playlist. everyone can have it. That's right. Everyone will have it. Um,
1: Thank I you was for listening. listening. Oh. Sorry, sorry. I was listening to our playlist the other day and I was like, hey, this isn't bad.
0: It's not. <laughs> it's not bad at all. I was all. like,
1: why? Well, we have different tastes, but it's still not bad.
0: I love that you could totally tell when it's one of your
1: songs versus <laughs> Yes, you can.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's awesome. I love the mix. It's very, it's very, very fun. All right. Um, yeah. So let us know, and we'll add it to there along with uh, your impressions of Magic Mike, celebrity crushes. And anything else you need to tell us this week. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'm Carolyn. You can find me all over the internet at Paper Squared, P-A-P-E-R-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D.
1: I'm Anna, and you can find me online at Helga Grace, H-E-L-G-A-G-R-A-C-E. And our In and Out music is provided by the fantastic Julie Juergens. You can find her at Hi Miss Julie, H-I-M-I-S-S-J-U-L-I-E. Okay.